Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. I am super excited to have Care here today. She is a mom of five and she is a kitchen coach. So I love the fact that we are kind of over the past few weeks, we've been talking to a bunch of different moms and every single one is different. Everyone is um, running their different mom journey. And so um, welcome to this week's podcast. If you want to go ahead and just kind of introduce yourself and share where you are on your mom journey, and then we'll just continue right on. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Um, my name is Kara, and I am a kitchen coach. And um, I have been a mom for five years. I have a five-year-old and she is adopted. And um, we've had her since uh, birth. We were in the delivery room. Um, and that has been quite a journey, a journey I didn't necessarily anticipate being on, um, but it has been wonderful. And um, yeah, we've also um, fostered. And uh, so it's, it's a, it's an interesting journey as moms know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. I love that. Um, sometimes you just, life is unpredictable and it's how we transform and adjust and move forward. And I love that. So yes. Um, what is your why? So like talking about your, like, why are you a kitchen coach? Why do you work virtually? You know, tell us a little bit about your past of like, what you did before you came, became a mom. I know that you were a personal chef. And so we can kind of, let's just dive into like why your why is what it is right now. Okay. Um, well, uh, I guess to go back kind of to the beginning, um, I did not learn how to cook growing up. Um, I didn't like cook next, you know, beside my mom or my grandma or anything like that. And so I taught myself as an adult how to cook and, um, discovered that I really enjoyed it. And so it was kind of a hobby for me. I just like to cook and bake and, um, and, so then I started having friends ask me if I would make them thing like they would be changing their diet. Like I'm going vegan and I really like this thing. Could you make it taste good, but vegan or gluten-free or whatever. And so I started cooking for friends and then, um, that kind of grew. And, uh, by word of mouth, I started cooking for different families. And so, um, that was my, how I got into, um, being a personal chef and cooking and, and all of that. And so really what, what happened was I was in the homes of other moms and I got really a firsthand look at why meal planning and cooking was hard for them. Cause I didn't really, I didn't have that experience, right. Because I was, I enjoyed cooking. Um, I didn't have a family at that time. Um, I mean, we didn't have our daughter and so we were in the adoption process. Um, and so I, you know, saw that it was really hard for moms and, uh, and I learned why. And so then when we had our daughter, um, I learned a little bit more firsthand why it was so hard to meal plan and cook and do all the mom things. And, um, I couldn't keep cooking for other people anymore. And so, but really the kind of the intersection of those two things is where, um, my online business took off because I knew that I could help moms. And 
I couldn't do it in person anymore because of time. So I transitioned to helping moms online, which is what I do now. But um, to get back to your original question, my why is really, I realized that it is challenging for moms and it's something that isn't as challenging for me. And so I think as moms, you know, they always say like, it takes a village, right? And now I think a lot of our village is online. Right. And so you look to other people who can help you with things that perhaps you're not as good at. And for me, that's cooking and meal planning. And so uh, I just want to help make it easier for moms because I have absolutely reached out to other moms and coaches for areas that I'm not as strong in, in motherhood and marriage and all the things. Um, And so I think it's important to offer that to moms because it is an important part of our life. Food is a really important part of our life. Meals as a family are important. And so um, I just want to help moms make that easier. Awesome. I love that. Um, Yeah, for sure. Because meal planning, um, I wouldn't say that I have picky eaters, but it's definitely like I, I did not grow up like cooking next to my mom, you know, or my grandma. It's definitely not something that I enjoy at all. Actually, it's something that I pretty much dread. Mm. And so as my kids have gotten older, um, I will like my kids know, like if they have friends over, like I am the greatest mom to like, let's order some pizza. Mm -hmm. You're not going to come over here for like a comfort meal. Like both my kids are having friends over tonight and I'm like, all right, let me know what your pizza order is and it'll be delivered at, and let me know what time you want it delivered. It's just like, that's just the lifestyle that I am in. And so meal planning has never been, I didn't. And I think that when my kids were little, like meal planning was not super big yet. Like now you hear people talking about it all the time and it wasn't a priority. It was more of like a chore. And it's something that I, you know, I was that mom with little kids and we were probably going to the grocery store two or three times a week because I was putting meals together, like when we probably should have been eating, you know, and it's just like, it's just a different lifestyle. And so looking back, I'm very lucky that my kids eat as healthy as they do um, because it wasn't like it wasn't planned out. And so now as they're transitioning, you know, and getting older and more independent, like I really understand the importance of like teaching them like proper health and, you know, Mm. portions and like all of those things um, at the same time as, you know, still living this chaotic lifestyle. So, yeah, it's interesting. You're not alone. So. <laughs> right. So if I had, um, if I had a template or if someone told me like, Hey, here's a guide, you know, fill this in, I would have been like, yes, I hit the jackpot. I can do this. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's what cares bringing for you guys today. So you guys have definitely like, there's no excuses. There's no like, you know, going to search through the internet because you're listening to this podcast. We'll have that resource for you in the show notes. So definitely take advantage of that. I'm super excited to take advantage of that. Um, but one thing that, um, you elaborated and that you can continue to elaborate on it when we were talking before we started the recording is you were talking about a kitchen routine. And so for me, that hit me like right straight on because I have my morning routine. I have my evening routine. I have my routine every time I onboard a client, But what I've never had or never thought about is a kitchen routine. And so I'm like, "Mm." and like, as I'm thinking about it, it, it's a different priority. Like 
my morning routine is a priority. My, you know, before bed is a priority, um, but not the kitchen. And I think it's just a mindset shift that I probably should have realized a long time ago. So you want to kind of go a little bit more in depth on that? Sure. I would love to. Uh, and it's interesting you say that because I do talk to a lot of moms that meal planning is kind of the first thing that goes. Like if something, if life gets crazy, right, it's going to be the first thing to drop off. And, um, you know, to your point, our morning and evening routines don't. Um, and you're, you know, like you said, you have a routine when you onboard a client. And so part of what, um, my theory and what I've seen with clients is part of what makes it drop off is that you don't have a routine. And the good thing about a routine is there's something that triggers it. And then you know, the steps that follow, right? If you had to think about your morning routine every morning, what am I going to do? What do I do next? Well, then what do I, then it wouldn't be something you would do automatically or even look forward to, right? Because that's decisions Mm -hmm. and there's too many decisions. And so really the essence of a kitchen routine is establishing the steps. And so you've made all the decisions ahead of time. And then when the trigger comes and with meal planning, it's, it's weekly, basically your weekly trigger to start meal planning. Um, then you just go through the steps. And so it becomes very routine, right? And very simple in your mind, just like your morning routine or your evening routine just kind of happens automatically. Uh, And so that's really the trick is right now. And and what you're describing, a lot of moms have meal planning is like on their to-do list, right? It's something that they have to get to. And you wouldn't put your morning routine on your to-do list, right? Because it just happens. And so meal planning is the same way is to get it to the point where it's just part of your life instead of something that you're like constantly trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it definitely is. And what stops me now with when I had younger kids, like I said, this is what we're having for dinner. So it's, it's that. <clears throat> and where I'm at now is what would you like for dinner? Because we're all about like teaching independence and having choices and like, you know, they know that they can assert their choice in what they eat at 15 and almost 18. So it's, it's a different mindset now of, I feel like I need to take their input Mm -hmm. and keep that in mind. And they're in and out here, there and everywhere. So that conversation just keeps getting put to the back burner Mm -hmm. when I have two, you know, when I have two minutes of FaceTime with them, you know, potentially in a day, it's not like, Hey, what do you want for dinner three days from now? Right. Right. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yes. And that's something, um, that that's definitely something that, um, comes up a lot when I work with clients and, uh, that's something that we put into the routine is, uh, recipes that each family member likes. Right. And so you can make things that they like without necessarily having to have them right in front of you to ask. Um, and so, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because that is part of it. We want to consider even when they're young, right? I mean, age appropriate choices, but uh, we want to consider what our family wants to eat. Um, you know, that's important. And so that's definitely, um, definitely part of the routine. So you can, you can keep that um, and not, you know, it's, it's not just, I mean, I guess in some houses, it's like, I'm just going to make this and you eat it or you, you know, starve. But a lot of moms uh, I work with want to consider what their family likes, of course. And, uh, and we do that and we do that uh, in the routine. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. And that's, 
I mean, and that's probably why it's a bigger fear for me to serve food that my kids don't want to eat. Because when I was growing up, my mom just made food and it was on the table and you just ate it. Like there was no conversation. It just was what it was. And you ate it, whether you liked it or not, or the kitchen was closed. You know, there wasn't the opportunity to go make your own food or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You go ahead and share with us like how you balance your time as a mom and how you balance your time as a business owner. Um, Cause it, it takes a lot of juggling and I'm super excited to just kind of learn from you because you do talk about routines like in what you do. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you got some pretty solid routine <laughs> set up for your balance and all of that. Uh, that's funny <laughs> because uh, you know, I definitely have a solid meal planning routine and kitchen routine. Um, I'm not as routine oriented in other areas of my life. Um, but it is, I mean, it's, it's an absolute, uh, juggle, but I, I have found something, this is not really, I don't know, this is not necessarily like a practical tip, but what I have found that helps me, um, I, I mean, I don't really balancing, um, I mean, for me, it's like, sometimes I'm doing a lot more of my business and like, if you look at it on a daily basis, sometimes I'm doing a lot more of my business and, a, and less momming and, you know, other days are the other way around. But really what I try to do is just ask myself at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, you know, at the beginning of the day, I'll say, what is it? What is there that I want to do today as a mom? So I won't look back on the day and regret it or feel like I was not being the mom I wanted to be. And then at the end of the day, you know, I kind of look back and do the same. And I have to check in with myself pretty often because I I mean, to your point, I'm not overly routine oriented just in other areas of my life. And so it's funny that you say that. I mean, I've never really even thought about it, but I am very, I have a very um, strict routine in my, in my kitchen. So I get that done. But um, in other areas, I really do have to check in with myself every day and say like, how did I do today? Am I, because I will, I absolutely have the tendency to work more and, um, you know, not pay attention to my daughter. Um, And so I have to really keep that in check because that's a total reality for me. You get started on your whole to-do list with your business. And, you know, I don't mean to not spend time with her, but you look up and, you know, it's, longer than you thought it had been. And, uh, so I really have to keep myself in check and that's what I, that's what I, um, that's kind of my check-in is just, did I do it the way I wanted to do it today? Is there anything that I'm going to regret if I do this and not that, that kind of thing. So that's how I do it. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. I can always tell when I get out of my routine. So my normal routine is, that once I'm done working, like my computer stays in my office and my Mm -hmm. office door gets closed and I'm not in it. And so I can tell when I have an overload of clients, when I have an abundance of work to do that's consuming my brain. And maybe I should just go in my office and write it, my list down, Mm -hmm. but I'll find myself like migrating. Like last night I brought my computer in the kitchen while I was cooking. I was like, that is so not productive for either thing. Like you should see my stove right now because everything boiled over and it's like, I'm going to have to scrub it later. So I essentially made a lot more work for myself because now my stove's a mess. If I would have just been standing right there watching the pot Mm -hmm. instead of 
dinking on my computer that really didn't need to be done, I would have saved myself a lot more time and annoyance with myself if I would have just done that. So (laughs) you learn when you don't follow your routines, like it kind of comes back to you. Like I think about the mornings that I have a little bit more chaos and I don't follow my routine or, you know, things like that. It just kind of messes up your day. And I'm sure it's the same with you. Like if your kitchen routine gets messed up, I'm sure your whole family can feel it. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I guess we do have routines. I mean, I don't really call them that. I never actually plan them out. But now that you say that, we definitely have like chaotic chaotic mornings where I'm like, okay, we didn't do all the steps that we normally do, you know? So um, absolutely. It's, it's routines are just so, they're just so helpful. Yeah. And it's important when they're prioritized too. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What would you say to the audience, what your freelance superpower is? Oh gosh. Um, my freelance superpower. Hmm. So I would probably say figuring out what I actually want to do. Um, I think the enjoyment that I get from what I do helps so much with all the things that we're talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't dread, dread it or, and that's kind of been a process. Like what do I've done different things for moms in terms of meal planning, um, and really finding kind of that sweet spot for me made all the difference, uh, in terms of balancing my time and, uh, just being more productive and not, you know, when I do shut down my computer and it's family time, I'm actually a happy person because I've enjoyed Mm -hmm. my work. Um, and so I think that is probably what has, um, what I really was able to drill down to and relatively quickly in my business. I know a lot of people do a lot of things in their businesses that they don't enjoy and it makes it harder. And so, um, sticking to what I love to do is something I've been able to do. And I think that's helped a lot. Awesome. Um, will you share what your future goals are for your business? Oh gosh. Um, just to help more moms, uh, I have a coaching program now. And so, um, just reaching more moms to help them create their kitchen routine, um, is, is really my goal. So I just progressively try to get more visible and get my name out there more and reach more people and let them know what I do and see if it's a good fit. And, um, so Yeah. I mean, I know that's kind of a vague goal, but that's the goal is just to help more moms. Awesome. Um, So we'll also put your website in the show notes so you can, um, so the audience can go ahead and check your website out, book a call with you to just kind of go over some strategies and see how you can help and support them. Um, So that is awesome. Will, um, is there anything else that you want to share? And then we'll just kind of wrap up with a couple tips. Mm. Well, I would just say in terms of meal planning, it really can be simple and easy. And I know that's not the messages that we receive. Well, uh, I guess we do receive messages from the world that this next kitchen appliance is going to solve all your meal planning problems or this 15 minute or less recipe is going to solve all your problems, which they actually don't. But uh, meal planning doesn't have to be hard. And I just want to shout that from the rooftops because I feel like a lot of mom's default mode is just kind of dreading and complaining about meal planning. And, uh, it definitely doesn't have to be that way. So that's probably the message I want to leave the most is, 
uh, it can be a simple routine. Awesome. So it's funny. I'm going to just include this because it's it's relevant to this topic. But when I'm looking at recipes to make and to try something new, one of the things that I will look at before I even say, yes, this is a recipe I want to try is I will count the number of pans that I have to mm-hmm. use or the number of dishes or like tools that I'll need to gather before mm-hmm. I start. And if it's too many, like the one, like the one pot meals or, you know, something like that, like I am all about those recipes because I hate doing the dishes. Like the dishes are just not something I enjoy at all. I mean, I, I guess who really does, but like, I just don't want to like wash three, four, five plus pans to make one meal. I totally hear you. And that's a good, that's a good way to, uh, filter out recipes is the number of pans. Yeah. And I'm all about sheet pan recipes, one pot recipes. I have a lot yeah. of those. Uh, so absolutely. But um, I do find that the, a lot of moms look for the number of ingredients or the amount of time it takes. And those things don't make a recipe easy, but having one pot or one pan absolutely does. So <laughs> yeah, for <That's> sure. <laughs> um, will you share a couple tips for the mom listeners out there um, that are in a similar situation as you where they're just kind of, they're having an online business, they're looking at growing, they're looking at scaling, or they're just like in a place where, oh my gosh, food, plan, menu planning, menu routine, kitchen routine is not a priority. How do we, you know, to kind of transform that? So any tips that you want to share with them? Uh, yes. So the first one I would share, I have two primary ones that I think are going to be, uh, the biggest needle movers. And the first one is to, uh, start earlier. So Saturday or Sunday is probably too late to start planning. I mean, one, we don't want to take our weekends doing that. Right. Um, but also if you start earlier, you have a lot more time. And so for example, I start meal planning on a Thursday I call it think ahead Thursday. That's the day I choose my recipes that I'm going to make for the following week. So I have lots of time to make the grocery list and go grocery shopping and prep some of the ingredients because life happens. Right. And so we've got to give ourselves like buffer space. Um, And so just to get out ahead of meal planning can feel really, really good and to know ahead of time what you're going to make. So that's one tip I would give And the other one is to have a collection of recipes that you know how to make that are the number of pans that you want (laughs) and that your family likes. And so you always have somewhere to go to look for recipes when you are meal planning because opening up Google or Pinterest is totally overwhelming. You'll get lost in the black hole. And when you have mm-hmm. a collection of recipes that you're, that you know how to make and know your family likes. And I mean, like you actually know where the recipes are. They're not like bookmarked somewhere where you can't find them. Um, then when you go to meal plan and cook, it's just so much easier. So those are my two uh, primary things that I would, that I would recommend. Awesome. All right. Do you have an app or a tool that you use to keep track of all of your recipe collections? Uh, no, I actually have a hard copy binder that I use. Okay. Um, I do have them organized digitally as well, but um, I use a hard copy binder because I have one that has a plastic, it has that clear plastic sleeve on the front. You can put the recipe in the sleeve and bring it into the kitchen with you and get it wet and spill on it. And it's fine. Whereas when I had them on my phone, that didn't work well. Um, 
And so, but there are a whole lot of apps out there that are great for, um, for recipes. Paprika is one that comes to mind. That is really, um, that is a good one. And, but there's a lot out there. I'm not opposed to them. I just don't personally use them. Um, and I find that a lot of moms that just kind of gets lost in the world Mm -hmm. of, the computer or the phone. And so when I work with clients, I encourage they at least start with a hard copy uh, binder. So they physically have them um, and can bring them into the kitchen with them. So uh, there's a lot of great apps and apps out there to do that. But um, I'm, I actually don't really do that for my meal planning. Okay. I do have (laughs) one app and I'm going to share a little bit how I use it. And I don't use it to like the whole recipe or something, but what kept happening to me is like when I would be scrolling social media or I would see something that someone created and they would have the recipe linked to it. Mm-hmm. And it has these articles that are like, I mean, there's like pages and scrolls and scrolls of like all the mumbo jumbo in it. You take the URL from the, from the website and you plug it in. It's called the app is called recipe keeper. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. because It will like filter out, like, here's the, here's the broken down recipe here's the ingredients. And it also creates a shopping list. So that's become super helpful for me. Um, and some of my favorite recipes have come out of it, um, that I've just found, you know, scrolling social media, cause I'm all about like word of mouth referrals of like, Hey, this recipe was really great. My family loved it. It's got this and this and this, or here's a, you know, super quick, easy meal. Like those are the ones that get me, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, when I'm in, when I'm scrolling or I'm waiting in pickup line or something like that, I'm not in the, you know, any place to gather that link or something like that. So I will like throw it in recipe keeper and it just like bookmark. It's my play, way to bookmark it and then go back to it later. Yeah. No, that's a great idea. Any place you have to actually gather recipes digitally or however you want to do it is, is the key. Cause I find that moms just don't do that. They, they see it and they star it and then they never can find it again. <laughs> well, and I was like, and I was at the point where, Oh, I saw this. And I was like, Oh yeah, this friend, I'm going to totally remember like, and go back when I'm meal planning to go, you know, go find that recipe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd spend more time scrolling, trying to figure out where it was and what it was. Yeah. Cause I had a vague, you know, momental memory of it. And so this is, you know, help free up some of that brain yeah. space. No, that's too. great. That's great. I will definitely check that out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. We'll put your resources in the show notes. Anything else that you want to share with this audience? I don't think so. Just get yourself a kitchen routine. It'll make your life easier. <laughs> for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.